hello, hello. Welcome to Sustainable 270. Welcome yourself, all to Sustainable 270, my lovely, lovely friend. How the devil are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm all right. I have been bowled over, all bowled over by the love we have received from the Babel Army in response to the news that we are taking the Babel, putting it into a bin bag with a brick and chucking it in the canal. I think actually we put it in one of those pet crematoriums that you drive <laughs> past on the road and you're like, what's that smoke? Oh, that's what that smoke is bits of otter we are sustainable for a few weeks longer we are your friendly little weekly environment podcast ain't we all yes all about people and the planet and dead pets and why just because dave has to go to a boring place for work that doesn't mean Ol won't cream his pants about it yes that's a horrible phrase never use it you're not 14 <laughs> do what i like what are you gonna do cancel my podcast Actually, there is still pl- there's plenty of yes, time. Plenty as of as time. we found out this week, plenty of time to brush yes. up against the wrong side of that Whoops. particular fence. Yes. Uh, right. Did you ask me a question? Yeah. What are we on about this week? Oh, my house. We're going to talk about my house. Everything in it. Everything that's not in it. Everything I'd like to have in it. Everything <laughs> I might one day have in it. So now that we've got one foot out the door, we're finally letting Ol do the thing that he's wanted to do every single episode of Babel since the start, which is bang on about tedious stuff to do with mm. DIY, yes. which is pretty much your sole obsession. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Now, there is a reason for this, which we should explain. I have my tiny mind blown by the sheer panoply of shit you can do to your house in the name of saving the planet when I found out about it this week. Turns out all is several steps ahead of me on that front, so I genuinely want to ask you some questions and learn. Really? Yes. Well, From me? We'll see, won't we? You want to ask me some questions and you want to learn. My yes. answers to those questions won't necessarily help you learn. Just the usual disclaimer, we do work for environmental charities, don't we all? Yes! But these are very much our own views. So if anything that we say pisses you right off, then take it up with me and Old directly, but not with anyone for whom we work. Yes? Exactly. Um, if we've been bad, tile us off. Don't oh, tile off nice. our employers. Hmm? Crikey Moses, I did not know that. So here we are, still learning things, still mm. discovering things about ourselves, each other, and the rest of the world. And Dave has been discovering things, and this isn't even what he usually does, which is discover things on the internet in um, private browsing mode, uh, deleting all cookies afterwards. This is going out into the real world, going to an exhibition, going to a trade show, and meeting human beings who are clever. Yeah, that's right. Oh, now look, it was a mistake, as in, well, an accident anyway. I didn't mean, it wasn't a mistake. I knew I was there. I didn't mean to go. You went to, on holiday by mistake, did you? I went and gave a talk. No, I gave a talk on purpose, but it turned out to be, I was talking about, you know, the stuff I bang on about, and it turned out to be at a thing that you would have found profoundly erotic. <laughs> I mean, I found it pretty erotic from a distance, just yes. you WhatsApping me pictures of it. Yeah. 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 So it was, um, I, I can name it. I don't mind naming it. It was called uh, Unlock Net Zero. That's what it was called. And it was partnering with Homes UK. So it was like a big, basically a big exhibition space all about like net zero stuff you do to your house to save the planet. That's effectively... And it was loads of, like, talks, like what I was doing. Don't worry, I'll, I wasn't giving a talk about what you can do to your house, although I feel like I bloody well could now, but I wasn't <laughs> doing that to start. I was talking about, you know, the shit I bang on about. Um, but there was all these people there, like, enthusiastic apple-faced people giving people biros and lollipops. A- apple-faced? Like, yeah, you know, like, all smiley apple-faced people. Um, and, hello, I, this is a Billy Connolly thing. Hello, I look like an apple. You know what I mean? People on stools always, they look like apples. <laughs> We're going to make an apple pie. And first of all, we'll mix some things together here. 
Um, and they all look like apples, and they're all very happy. Um, and also, it was first thing in the morning on the first day, so they were all, I think I was like the first person I went to talk to. Um, and they're all selling stuff called exotic names and luring you in with their sweetie jars and their biro pots and their little pile of post-its shaped like electric cars and things like that. And my mind was blown by it, primarily because I didn't understand a bloody word of it, but there's so much stuff you can do to your house... I bet you don't even know the half of it, Al. I'm sure I don't. I'm sure I don't. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of this. The, your description just then reminds me a bit of party conferences. How how did it compare to Conservative Party Conference, your favourite of the party conferences, if I remember rightly? The Conservative Party Conference is the best of the party conferences because it's got the best parties and it's at the end. So by the time you get to the Conservative Party Conference, you've sort of got scurvy, which is bad, but you just <laughs> completely cut loose. It doesn't matter. Like You don't care about things like hangovers or any of that stuff. So you can go to the ones where like, naked people cover themselves in chocolate and rub up against each other and do housing deals and stuff like that. Um, (laughs) It's a lot like that. I think probably what it's more like, um, and we talked about this, in fact, a few episodes ago with Georgia, um, it's probably more like something like The Cop is like. Right. Um, okay. where, yeah. where, where, I mean, I don't know, but it's a similar sort of vibe anyway. Or like when you go to your local town hall, when in St. Albans, for example, I'm just going to play the St. Albans music, when they have come to a fairer, you know, a fairer, come mm. to our fairer, mm. and in the fairer is someone in daub and someone selling some soap that they have made from bits of their own flesh, and then loads <laughs> of other sort of slightly happy looking people making. You know, their, their faces are happy, but their eyes are sad. You know that sort of thing, and oh, they've like I they've know, got. I know, you know that, that thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that thing. Very and they're trying well. to get you to come and buy their wares. Um, so it's a bit like that. It's like that. You know, little three meter by three meter things where different people sell you stuff with their mouths, but not with their eyes. Got it. Okay. So, uh, so what what did you buy? What did you bring home with you? Did you bring any homes home with you? I didn't bring any homes home with me, um, as you as as you may know, and I don't mind saying this. Liz Truss is firmly done for the concept of me bringing a home with me anytime soon. Yeah, However, sorry about that. that was that's a bit insensitive. Right. But, yeah. No, I like I like free jazz. It's just a shame Liz Truss decided to perform it, at, you know, with the UK economy at exactly the time I was almost <laughs> buying a house. But never mind, we can move on, can't we? I didn't. I bought home loads of biros. Um, I bought home at your explicit request. This literature. Literature. Oh, yes, Dave. Literature. So I message you going, Ear, I might be wrong about this, but you know how you said at the end of Babel a few weeks ago, can I talk about my heat pump? I was like, I'm pretty sure that that's what's going on here, you know, heat pumps and stuff. And I like sent you a little picture of it and you were like, yes, oh my God, that, that. So I brought home stuff about that. Yes, uh, exactly what I said. I said, you, you told me where you were. And I said, oh, go and see if Company X has got a stand and Company Y has got a stand. And they both did. And you went and chatted at them. And I presume you made it very clear very quickly that you didn't have a clue what they were saying or really what you were asking on my behalf. (laughs) Yeah. So there's one um, one company. So, um, right, look, the Babel is a halfway out the door anyway and b we're not sponsored by these companies i couldn't give a toss less it looks to me like they're doing good work so i'm going to mention the literature that i've got here right is that all right with you well if i do that we're not not the bbc it's okay it's fine other high-tech bits of very expensive (laughs) potentially useful whizzy house kit are available i think um so i went up to the i went up to the sun amp people Mm, went over to the sun i i cannot tell you how hard I want a sun amp. <laughs> so tell I'm, not, right. I, I, I'm not really allowed to have one, unfortunately. But Okay, in 30 seconds, what is a sun amp? A heat battery. What is a heat... Hang on, right. <laughs> I did you've it got, in one second. You've got 25 seconds I'm remaining. getting good at this. Eight yeah, years. You, you sort of are, but you see, you're making the mistake that the sun amp man made when I said to him, hello, what do you do? And he said, it's a heat battery. And I was like... What is a heat battery? Oh, it's a battery that stores heat rather than electricity. Then it's not a battery. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. battery a- is just a store, isn't it? A store of energy. And it turns out that this energy is heat energy. The battery that you put in your vibrating doodah is a... Um, <laughs> you know! Toothbrush. Oh. Toothbrush. Uh, is a electricity battery. Yeah. Look, can I... I'll try. I'll try. I am in a quite, just before I try, I want to express the thing I'm feeling about this episode, which is that I am feeling a number of things simultaneously. One, (laughs) 
<laughs> Enormous. Can I see your hands, please? <laughs> no, yes, I'm feeling things <laughs> in my shed on my own. Uh, I am feeling enormous excitement at the prospect of getting to wang on about yeah. home heating renewable tech. I am also feeling slight trepidation about the fact that I, as Mrs. O will attest, I don't know how to do that in a pithy, less so entertaining way. And I'm a bit nervous that I'm just going to bore everyone to death. Like, I know I sort of always bore everyone to death and you're very good at editing, but it's going to be quite hard to edit out the entirety of what I say and still have an episode. What would you say is your least favourite song ever recorded by humans? What, What bit of music is it that when you hear it, it makes you cringe? Uh, that Bewitched song's pretty bad. Um, Great. So here's what's going to happen. At the point where you've wanged on for too long, you're going to get absolutely no morning. You're just going to get some Bewitched. That's okay. what's going to happen. And that's just looking at everybody in the eco-sustainable um, vegan vegetarian world. Battery, batteries, batteries are the thing that always stop working when we're trying to do a live recording of the babble in the in the electronic device, and so we have to run around in a panic getting some batteries. That's what a battery is. Okay, fine. What do you mean a heat battery? Right, I'm going to start from the beginning. Okay, you have electricity coming out of your plug sockets, right? Yeah, if you say so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So oh, if you... oh, do remember? Oh my god. Do remember that my understanding of mechanical and electrical engineering is so low that there's, I may not know some of this elementary shit. That's fine. Mine is very low as well, but I've just spent a lot of time on boring corners of the internet recently. Okay. So if you want to use electricity and you plug something in, Mm. it goes into into the thing that you're using and converts to some other form of energy and it's gone, right? You can't... A ba- all a battery does is store it. It saves up that electricity so you can Ooh, use it at a later date, well, we d- right? We go back and we listen did an to episode, episode on batteries. Go back and listen to episode 105, I think it was, or six, one of those two, about batteries when we got Big Dave to explain to us how a rechargeable battery works. And I think I've managed to keep in my head that a rechargeable battery is like some stuff that some electricity goes in and then it stays in there. Yeah. We might need to get Big Dave back. Uh, okay, so all a battery is doing is storing... In that case, electricity for you to use at a later date. And a heat battery is full of a a substance that can retain heat. Often water. So, Like flesh. Like flesh, yeah. You you could, in theory, fill up a tank with flesh, heat up (laughs) that flesh, and as long as the tank's well insulated, I'm sure the flesh would stay warm. It's a heat battery officer. Exactly. (laughs) You know, you see those awful stories of people who have, like, murdered someone, doubled them over, put them in a wheelie bin, and then, like, three days later they're on CCTV hauling the wheelie bin down the street. Yeah, be like that. Um, So a heat battery is a means of you you heat up your water in your tank. Yes. And your tank is very well insulated, so it stays hot. Right. And then at a time of your choosing, you transfer that heat from the hot water into something else, usually cold water that is inside a pipe that is running around on a big coil inside that tank of hot water. Are because you describing- hot, things, hot things go from... Because heat goes from hot to cold and cold to hit to hot, right? Oh, no, you've lost me. Are you okay. not describing a hot water tank that you heat up yes. in your house? Yes, that is a... That is- so I hate bat- by heat battery, you mean... A hot water tank. Well, mm, sort of. This is, oh. Now, don't interrupt. Don't interrupt, because this is going to piss me right off if you interrupt. Okay, okay? But remember the bewitched. <laughs> I'm going to try. In a, in a hot water tank, it's a bit like a... Mm, it's not really like this. It, it's a sort of a bit like a kettle. So you have lots of cold water in the hot water tank. It's not a hot water tank then, is it? Wait. Don't interrupt. I'm serious. (laughs) Don't interrupt. I've I've had enough of this from baby old one and baby old two. And I could do without it from baby Dave three. (laughs) Quite right. Okay. Very good. Yep. Okay. All right. So in a a normal... You've wanted to do this to me all the way through, haven't you? (laughs) All the way through. All the way through you've wanted to do this and now you don't care anymore. Well, I think that's cowardly. I think you should have done it ages ago. 
in a normal hot water tank, or a cylinder you might call it. You have cold water in there to begin with. Yeah. And you either run an immersion heater in it, like a, like a kettle, that thing in the kettle that gets yep. a bit of metal that gets hot, heats up all the water around it very slowly, turns yep. it into hot water. Right. Or you have a little pipe going in there, coiled round and round and round, through which you run hot water, and the heat transfers from the hot water in the pipe to the cold water in the tank, and you keep running more and more hot water through that coil, and it slowly makes the cold water hot. That's what happens in a normal hot water tank. A heat battery is like the other way round. Yes? Uh-huh. So you fill up you fill up your tank with hot water. Uh-huh. Either from your gas boiler or from something else. And then oh. you run a coil a pipe in there with the coils round and round and round, through which you put your cold water and it sucks in lots of heat from the hot water in the tank and goes out of the tank now as warm water. And you can do it that way. So that's basically a heat battery. And what a sun amp does is very clever. It's very, very clever, Dave. Instead of being filled with water, it's filled with, and wait for this, and you're going to have to play some sexy music here, it's filled with phase change material. Yeah. That's what they tell you. What they mean is that that you... Now, if you believe that, I know a bloke who's (laughs) selling an iPad for 100 quid (laughs) that basically works. So it's it's yours. Make him an offer. Brand new. It's the newest newest model, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You You sound like one of those people who comes back from the pub with, like, black paint that you've been sold specially because it will keep the Wi-Fi out. (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean uh, phase change you don't know what that is I do know what it is what so the way they demonstrate it I'm surprised your man at your trade show didn't do this uh, uh, he was this no, is, no, no, this no, is no, one of was, their little tricks do you no, know no. do you know those hat oi no I'm just explaining I'm not interrupting I'm just explaining uh, that I was several I was several stages away from having a phase change demonstrated at me I was mostly <laughs> sort of crying and just like so just answer Roll's <laughs> question please leave me alone just answer Roll's question <laughs> I want to be very clear. I have no money and no interest in buying your product. Please just answer my question. <laughs> Hello. Um, the price you've been quoted is actually our list price rather than the discounted price I would expect you to get from a wholesaler or through a reseller. You know these hand warmers, which are magic. They're little Yeah, you sachets. put them in a the microwave. Put them in a the microwave. No. they got a little disc on. in them. Oh. Yes. Yes, the disky ones. Disky ones. But you don't, you don't even need to put them on a microwave. The little gel in there with yeah, a yeah, disc yeah. inside, you sort of snap the disc. Yeah, that one. And that does something, which I really don't understand, but sort of triggers a chemical reaction where it changes the state of the jelly stuff from from liquid to solid. And the act of changing state, either from liquid to solid or solid to liquid, releases a huge amount of uh, heat energy. Or in that case, the act of changing from liquid to solid, right? And so that's what it's doing. Basically, you've got loads. It's not that stuff. It's different stuff. But you've got loads of that kind of stuff inside this box, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I've got another... I don't think I've got the finishing of this explanation in me before be with... What you are making the mistake of doing is, is explaining is, the technical assume- details to me. When what I really want to know is, what does it? Why is it good? Oh, it's okay. It's good because it's miles smaller than the equivalent hot water tank. So it's solving a real problem, which right. is that lots and lots and lots and lots of houses in the UK and in Europe and probably in America, I don't know, but definitely in Europe, have got boilers, combi boilers. Do you know what a combi boiler is, Dave? Uh, uh, yes, I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. I sent you a picture of it and you were like, That's yes, right. well done. You're using it, right? Oi, listen, Babble Army, turn your boilers down. I'll tell people how to turn the boilers down. I'm going to look something up. Turn the boilers down. There will be a temperature dial on the front of your boiler, possibly two, one for your hot water, one for your radiators. And that is the flow. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, that is the flow temperature. That is the temperature at which it sends its water around the radiators. You want that nice and low. 
because if it's too high, when it comes back into the boiler, it can't condense. And that is very, very inefficient. So if your boiler is pumping out loads and loads of steam out of the wall, like loads billowing steam, then it's wasting loads of heat energy. So turn your flow temp down. It will save you money. It will save the polar bears. My name is Greta Thunberg. Right. So combi boilers, we've all got them. They're very, very good in that they don't take up much space and you don't need, crucially, a hot water tank because it heats up your water instantly. I don't... Can I actually... Genuinely, sorry to interrupt, but this is a genuine question. That amazes me that there's a little box. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Right. And it definitely doesn't have in it, e.g., enough water for a bath, right? (laughs) This is correct, especially on your baths. Well, exactly. Soapy, splashy, subsy time with Mr... Quacky face. <laughs> when you, but when you run the tap into the bath, it all comes out really hot. Yes. How's that work? Genuinely, don't know how that works. There's a gas burner inside that box. Oh. And that is heating up something called a heat exchanger, which is like a big thing of tubes all mushed together, big through which water is running. So mains water goes into those tubes, gets gets heated up very quickly from gas burner, goes into pipes and goes out of your tap. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. So you should so those are good for the planet, relatively speaking. No, not really. Because oh. you burn gas. That's right. what's happening here. So like they're brilliant things. Combi boilers are great for particularly for small houses. And loads of people in the UK tiny built up housing stock, well you know, when these things first started going in a while ago, were like, yay! I can get rid of that big tank massive 200 litre tank or whatever in my cupboard and all the pipes and all the annoyance i can rip that out i can get myself a new cupboard maybe i could uh make one of my bedrooms a bit bigger maybe you know whatever it's like it, it freed up loads of space but now with heat pumps we've got to have tanks again we've got to have tanks well, again now let's let's just put a little little brackets around the heat pump because we're going to talk heat pump in a minute we haven't even talked okay. about your heat pump yet are you sure this episode isn't really boring uh, no, it's, it's incredibly boring, but what people are going to do is stop <laughs> listening to us? I don't care. Like, the, what you, you are making another mistake, which is you're confusing the words you're saying with what people are actually going to hear. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to get tweets this week saying, so sorry, Ol was ill. Uh, I hope he's able to do the babble next week. <laughs> I've probably done all sorts of funny stuff with your voice. I've probably like, played stuff backwards. Rip that out. I can get myself a new cupboard. Maybe I could uh, make one of my bedrooms a bit. It frees up loads of space, but now. All right, maybe I better go back a step. Maybe maybe what we've done here, the mistake we've made, is we've gone straight into asking a train spotter what their favourite wheel alignment is. <laughs> and probably what we need to do is take a bit of a step back. I bet you were a... Were you a train spotter? Or uh, a well, spotter? no. Uh, well, I bet I don't you know. were. Define train spotter. There was... Uh, when I was a little boy, I, my daddy used to take me to... Uh, up to Ealing Broad Bay, where we lived, and he used to put me on his shoulders, and I would look at the trains going through from West Ealing to Ealing Broad Bay and Ealing Broad Bay to West Ealing. But no, that's just a little boy thing. I wasn't like... I wasn't otherwise uh, stood at the end of a platform with a camera. Do you have a notebook? Dude. I've got loads of notebooks, yeah. You have a so notebook filled with models of planes and trains you've seen? No, I don't. You okay. know, that's not my jam. Okay. I do like I do love trains though. Okay. Only thing better than a train? Best form of transport? Tram. You know why that is? It's like a train, but it goes where it wants. That is amazing, right? You can be on a tram Does and it sometimes go where it wants. It no, it's where the rails are. Yeah, I know, but the rails can go on roads or they can go in parks or they can go that can be like a train. It can go fast, it can go, it can go round corners. They are proper, proper you amazing. Know trains, trains go round corners too. Not like these ones. <laughs> It takes ages for trains to go around corners. Trams go around corners well quick, mate. You've been on a tram. I, I you should come tram, Croydon. Yes. Come down Croydon. Come down here. We'll go on the tram. Okay. That all works, dude. So we're out on the trams. But before we can start our journey, I feel like I need to bring you up to speed with a bit of history. What is the problem with your house? Ah, okay. Fossil fuels is the problem with my house. You in half. I know. <laughs> so your house uses 
an unusual amount of fossil fuels or it just it uses no, to be honest some. it uses bit i imagine it uses quite a lot below the average because it's a small mid-terrace house so probably not very much but i've got a gas boiler and that means i'm burning gas to make mm. my house warm and to make my water warm like most people like the majority of people um yes. certain in urban areas that's it's basically everyone's doing that um out in the countryside it's a bit different but yeah a, a lot a lot of people in the uk are doing that and the government have said that's got to stop and scientists are like that's really got to <laughs> oh, stop oh <laughs> that's got you've got, got to, to stop stop, stop no, it no i'm serious now this is my si- oh this is the government and this is my serious voice stop it we've all had some fun stop it yes exactly that's and the climate is really quite keen that we stop collectively burning lots of gas to heat things so so uh, and I won't wang on about this, I promise, but it's not easy to do it on an individual level. It is expensive. It's really expensive to buy a heat pump, which is a way of heating your space and your water, basically using magic. Right. It's, it's, it's an incredible bit of kit. Um, we, did, we did talk about it. Go back and listen to episode, I think, 118 about Oh, heat with pumps. Alice. Yeah, we went saw one, didn't yeah, we? Saw yeah. heat pump. Yeah, that was a that we, was a different sort of heat pump. Anyway, a, no, yeah, stop yeah, it, stop it. Yeah, Boring okay. cul-de-sac. Anyway, carry on. But the point is, it magic. doesn't use fossil fuses. It magic. Uses that's magic. all we need to know. Mag- uses this, magic. Right, this keep it at this level. Come on, sir. Okay, you're doing well. fine. Come on. So right, it doesn't use fossil yeah. fuels. It uses yeah. magic. Fine. It's very good. Um, it yes, it doesn't use fossil fuels. Assuming no, no, doesn't use fossil fuels. It doesn't use fossil fuels at your house. Fine. It is powered by electricity. Was it go around the bike shed? Use fossil fuels there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as yeah. long as you can't be seen, as long as you're yeah. not caught, there's no, there's no problem. Mom's police tape isn't a toy, Dad. Shush, dear. You'll wreck Daddy's fun. What are we talking? Many thousands of pounds. Yeah. So just for having the heat pump installed and the the cylinder that I've got to get to put my water in, oh. uh, that is going to cost. Well, it, the the total cost is nearly 13 grand. The oh. government say you can have five grand off that. Mm. It's called the boiler upgrade scheme. So nearly eight grand. That sounds, that spells bus. It does. Yeah. Mm. It's very good. And then there are certain other little bits of cash back around. So like some banks, if you say, I want to borrow some money for putting a heat pump in, they'll say, okay, we'll give you a grand cash back as long as you really do spend it on a heat pump. <laughs> I, a friend of the Babble, James Murray, was wanging on the other day, and I'm afraid my eyes did the very similar thing to what, what they do when you wang on about this, about um, energy company Octopus, Octopus yeah. Energy, and Bank, I think it might be HSBC. It, no, it's Halifax. Sure. It's my bank. Halifax. Yeah, yeah. Halifax, right. Yeah. Who, have, who are heard together going two grand all in there, our Bosch heat pump. Yes. Is that right? It is right. Yeah. So, it's, yes. And that, I think, is probably quite important because that's, that's in the Girls realm of a similar cost to getting a new boil- gas boiler. Good. Okay. So good. Right. Okay. I see. So. Expensive. Uh, starting to expensive. get cheaper. Will get cheaper as more people do them, as more people get, you know, it will get so cheaper. You have got, so you've got twin issues that you're trying to sort. Number one, expensive, but also space. Because what you don't want to do is fill up the inside of your palatial gaff mm. with a zonking great water tank. Correct. What you want to do is get a little water tank. Yes. Correct. Made of gel. Yes. Which I, I, also works by magic. Oh, that is basically magic. There's yeah. a lot of magic. There's a lot of magic. There's there? a lot of magic. And what then I've again, been, what there's I've, a lot of magic. There's a lot of magic in most technology, I'll leave you lost my opinion. Like there is. Look, at, well, look at this. What how much magic is involved in us being able to do this babble? Well, Pure exactly. magic. This is going up to space and coming back down again, probably, or something. And even if it no, isn't. It is. No, it is. It's right. exactly what it's doing. Yeah. Just think about that. Think about that. Think about that. I am here talking to you now. Big Dave, I'm going to ask you if this is right. And then, uh, and hang on, hang on. No, this might not be going up to space. This might just be going through wires in the, in the road. Okay, it's only going to go up to space and back again if you lived very far away, like across different continents, and the fastest route was via a satellite. Nowadays, it'll almost always go through fibre optic cables in the ground or even under sea, unless the Russian submarines have blown them up. It 
also, what's good about heat pumps? So there's loads, there's loads of people making massive, like, bold statements about, oh, the future is this technology, the future is that technology. There's a huge old fight and hee haw. In fact, that dude we had on Babel, uh, Dale Vince. He is very, very Episode strongly 46. of the opinion that heat pumps... Oh, he's got in, he's got in trouble, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he thinks heat pumps trouble. are rubbish and that we should instead have a different kind of gas that is made from grass or something and burn that instead and keep all of our boilers. And I think almost everyone in the green world disagrees with that, um, not least because it requires like covering half of the country in fields that you're growing grass in to burn or something. Well, <laughs> I was going to ask you a thing about that, and that sort of leads into it a little bit, right? Because, genuine question, again, I don't want you to think I'm not genuinely interested. At some point, when, you know, the memory of Liz Truss has faded, and there isn't the threat of nuclear war and everything, and we've solved climate change, and there are no more problems, and I can buy a house again, Mm. it will not be a house. It will be a flat. It'll be a flat, and almost certainly not on the ground floor. Yeah. Right? So, is anything you're saying remotely of relevance to me? Uh, it is, and the sun amp lot in particular, that is the problem they're trying to solve, right? Flats. Yeah. So the 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 thing that's all, I mean, I don't, they could be full of shit, this company, I don't know. But they, what's, <laughs> what's on their website is like this huge project, I think they did it in Glasgow, two massive tower blocks of social housing in Glasgow, where this was the problem, right? Small space, no space for massive boiler um, so they put sun amps in and it's the size of like a dishwasher or a washing machine. It's like, you, you can have it in your kitchen. It can just be under your worktop. Right. So they did that. The heat pump itself, you are going to need to have outside. Very important. You don't have it inside because <laughs> it, it sucks in air on one side. Got air inside. Yeah. Drops the temperature of that air by about 10 degrees and pumps it out the other side. Why don't we have so, them inside, but in the summer? And in the summer, they could be sucking all the heat out of the air and putting it into a flesh battery. And in the winter, you get it out again. Uh, I'm not going to answer that question, but but there is a lot of these technologies can do cooling as well. Yeah. So in America, it's a bit more advanced because they've been needing to cool things down in the summer, whereas Brits are just like, hey, 20 degrees. Not, yeah, yeah, not anymore. Get down not anymore. Uh, yes. But yeah, so it, it's it's very tricky. It's it's tricky in flats. It's not as easy as in houses. And so I, might thing, Dale, I might need Dale Vince's magic fart gas then. You might do. You might do. And I don't think it's likely that like one technology is going to solve absolutely everything. Hi, I'm Arabella, and you're listening to Sustainababble. What is also really obvious when you're starting down this long, torturous process of trying to get one of these things... It's just boring. Oi! Oi. This is important. This is a point of fairness. I've turned the bewitched off because you're making your shut up and let me talk face. I don't like that face. This is a point about fairness. Even when people like me, Guardian reading, tofu eating, wokerati, liberal, lily livered, North London, metropolitan elite types are trying to get a heat pump. Even the cost is surmountable as long as I load myself up with very expensive debt. I mean, let's just sign up to that now, shall we? Yeah. You already have. What's already have. Exactly. Let's, I mean, if you're going to face into a kind of era-defining recession and probably, you know, 1930s-style crash... Uh, and housing market crash. You might as well go all in. Like, What are they going to do? Send the bailiffs around to smash your face in? I don't think so. When's that ever happened to anyone? Exactly. Um, yes, no. So, so even though I've, I've overcome that barrier, planning, Dave, planning has reared its ugly head. Oh, we've gone planning. We're not content with talking no. about the intricacies of the mix energy or sun amp. We haven't even gone into uh, the mix energy. It's called a mix energy. Oh, not not kind of... to, to warn you, we're not going to. I know, to. that's fine. Right. I just want no, no, um, no, no, We're no, now no, talking no. about the f***ing planning system. <laughs> no. You are very, very lucky that we're stopping this podcast. I'm not, I don't, I'm not one to talk about the planning thing. I just want to make the point that the planning rules all seem to assume that you have an enormous house. 
Because they've got these stupid thing where like you can't have your heat pump by the edge of your property because it will be too close. They're like, oh, no, it'd be too close to someone else's property. If you live in a terraced house in a built up area or in a block of flats or whatever, then... Are they noisy then? Yeah. Well, no. Are they noisy like air conditioners are noisy? Not as noisy as that. And that is the way they... Like a fridge is noisy. Not as noisy as that, no. It's like, it's a fan. It's a big fan going around. And there's a little compressor inside. So if they're working hard, they get a bit noisy. But yeah, there are rules and ways. There you go. That's all I'm going to say. Basically, they're magic. They're very good. We're going to have lots more of them. At the moment, they're too expensive. And there is a problem whereby people don't have space for galumphing great cylinders. So there you go. Bored, 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 bored. Okay, right, look. Now listen. I told you I you've couldn't done, do this fun. I told you, I no, warned you. You've done, you've done very well and we're almost out of time. So I just wanted to ask you about some of the other things. There were some other things that I saw at this trade fair. And look, and a lot of it went right over my head, right? But like a Q-Bot. Did you look into a Q-Bot? Oh yeah, I told that you was to? hilarious. Q-Bot sounds amazing. Now again, we're not sponsored by the Q-Bot people, although you know where we are, but you better be quick. Um, <laughs> Q-Bot, yeah. Like a little, I don't know, robot rat basically, that like goes under your floorboards and puts insulation it up. It sprays insulation up yeah. to the un- underneath of your floor. Yeah. Nice idea. Like one, of those, one of those Volva, what are they called? The, it's not Volvas. A Volva? What are they called? <laughs> what are the things called? I don't know which the, Volvas the you've been looking at, mate. But... The Hoovers that Hoover by themselves. Oh, the, I don't know. There's loads of different names. Yeah. All oh, right. But cool. Yeah, I like Volvo, one of those, but instead of yeah. sucking th- up dirt, it's spraying insulation up into your floorboards. It's a, yeah, clever idea because you don't need to have all your boards up or whatever. Mm, I think in practice it's not going to work because, you know, if you've ever looked underneath your floorboards, you'll find that builders like, weren't the most diligent when it came to, you know, putting their rubbish in the bin. Well, I- Yes, all right. They must have tried it under some floorboards. Let's not assume. So anyway, look, that's a thing you can do. You can get a chimella. Did you look into a chimella? No, I haven't looked into Google a chimella. Google it now. What's Google it chimella? now. Google chimella now. Like, um, and tell me what a chimella is while I play the chimella music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I've got, yeah, I've got... One You've got one of the things like this. You said yeah. the other day about, about, about yeah. that. It seems to be a Santa Claus prevention device. Exactly. Exactly. If your children are still layering under the impression that Santa comes down the chimney, point them to your chimella and see. Uh, you can't. I've, I've blocked it up. Yes. Uh, lots of old houses in the UK, in particular, probably everywhere, got chimneys into which, in the winter, your nice warm air in your living room disappears and goes straight up out the top of your house. And this is a way of stopping that happening. It's basically a big sort of plug. I think it's, isn't it like a eco one? Like it's made out of sheep's wool or something rather than... Yeah, I've got I think, as, far as, I can, as far as I can work it out, it's just a cheap, fairly easy to do version of blocking your chimney up. Yeah. As far as I can work out. Yeah. Uh, but you just, you put a thing up it like, and it, yeah, very good. Um, also... Look up a per metrics. Did you look up per metrics? Per like a cat does metrics with an X at the end. Look up a per metrics. This one is best of all, but I'm afraid I've forgotten what it is. But this was the one that I wanted to t- talk to you about more than any of them. Remind me what well, it you've is. Left, you've left that a bit late. <laughs> I want you to get it anyway. I was like, Ol has to get this. There's no point getting the other thing if you don't get this. Something to do with your rooms. It's sensors. It's just a lot of sensors. Yeah, it's a little sensor. I think it's, a, it's some. Basically, it's a sort of automatically works out what room you're going to be in and heats that room up type device. It's basically what it is. Oh, well, that's bullshit. Um, I do genuinely recommend anyone who's interested, which is no one at this point, go on Heat Geek. Go and have a look at the the Heat Geek videos on YouTube, and that is the only example I found of people explaining things in a vaguely entertaining, well produced, well edited. And, like, understandable way. There you are. The people who've been emailing us saying, oh, woe is me. What am I going to do without my weekly fix of sustainable? Yeah. There you are. Go Off watch, you go to Heat Geek. Go you should be listening to them all this time. That's what you were doing when you weren't listening to Sustainable. On bloody Heat Geek, yeah, finding good. out about thermo loss. Well, this brings me on to a, a, a point, which is, uh, I think... Make it a good point, Oh Well, my point is that I think like anything, mm. there in this field, there is an awful lot of shit being sold to people who don't really need it. 
I je- right. like there is an awful lot of very expensive stuff which will give you a one percent tweak here and a two percent tweak here, and f- knows what goes into making those very expensive things. I I do now, think there's an awful lot of that going on. I think quite a lot of this could be achieved by turning your thermostat down a little bit, shoving some pillows out your chimney. I am very 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 pleased you brought this up because that was my. You may remember I sort of alluded to this at the start. When I was walking around the big intergalactic trade show of Mixergies and Sun Amps and Panasonic Aquarias and all of these things and Qbots and Permetrixes and YGHPs, which you refused to even Google when I told you I'd seen a YGHP. I thought that was um, Elon Musk's third child. Very good. Um, I was a lot of me was thinking like, firstly, Agitel, like that, like, uh, but secondly, I bet half of this is babble, and I bet the half, I bet a quarter of. The half of the, I bet some of the what's left is not is not babble, but is not the best thing to do with your money. Yeah. Like, but then I thought, I don't know anything about this. And then I thought, that's because I'm not one of them clever men who likes walking around with a spanner tutting at things that are loose. And so I had two questions, which is thing number one. like You're loose and I tut this- at you the old time, mate. <laughs> How much of this is babble? But secondly, like, surely, I think, yeah, surely you shouldn't need to have a PhD in advanced late night geekery in order to stop hemorrhaging money out of your house. Yeah. And, and carbon. So I, I strongly agree with both those things. I think there is a huge element of this entire world, which is middle aged men looking for new toys. I, I, I really think there's a lot of that. I think some of them are backed by lots of money and will stick around for that reason. Like Mixer G seems very slick, very smooth, very salesy. And I suspect they've got quite a lot of money behind them because people think they're good. But a lot of the a lot of this stuff will just disappear. Anyway, the wider point is, yeah, I think there's a lot of boys fiddling around with toys. And there is a huge problem in terms of like the communication of this stuff. Like I have been geeking out on it and I'm I'm trying really hard to understand it all and I'm sending tiresome emails to tired people who don't want to answer my emails asking them questions in ever simpler terms and it's just very hard I there's got to be some sort of role for like normal people explaining this stuff uh, um and I do, I'm a bit, so I'm a little that- bit worried. I'm a little bit worried because do you remember back in the day of the solar industry getting all yes. up and running? And it, yes. it meant sharks. sharks. There were loads. Cowboys, sharks and cowboys. It was the kind of new version of the double gla- double glazing salesman, wasn't it? It was like the, the solar lot. In fact, there's somebody on my street. I went around and asked them about their solar. And basically they had a number of companies turn up, install their stuff badly go away, immediately go broke and um, couldn't get him back. So I'm a bit worried, a little bit worried that some of that might be happening in all this. You see, my mule don't like people laughing. It's the crazy idea you're laughing at him. But I suppose, like, stepping back from all that, right, we, this is all the this is all the kind of ins and outs and the noise and the mistakes that are made, to quote Elon Musk, in the establishment of new frontiers. And what we are trying to do to our energy system here right? What you are trying to do, but what we are trying to do writ large, is pretty amazing when you sit and think about the speed we're trying to do all this at, yeah. right? Like we're moving from a way of making energy, which involves burning dead dinosaurs, to a way that doesn't. And in order to do that, we're having to invent an awful lot of shit that people might actually want to buy and be able to afford to buy. So there are going to be some shit products. There, Because humans be humans, there's going to be some shysters. Yeah. There is going to be all of that stuff happening. So I feel sorry for you and for your neighbour when you inevitably buy something shit. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, you Expensive will. and shit. It's expensive and shit. Yeah. And the good thing about ending the babble is I won't have to listen to you twatting on about it <laughs> when that does happen. Um but feel free to Can just we keep our regular the Thursday and talk night about it. slots. Where it just, <laughs> it's just me talking about the latest home improvements and you nodding. But in but in general, this is all amazing stuff. And like five years, maybe two years, I don't know, a number of years from here that isn't that far away, we're going to go, yeah, this is how you do it now. And everyone will know. And in the same way as like when someone goes to you, you want a combi boiler in your house, you don't go, why are you trying to sell me that nonsense? You go, yes, you're right. I do want a compu boiler. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That that's exactly. going to happen with all the rest of this stuff. Right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, I think that's true. And I, part of me thinks Elon Musk is not Elon Musk. The other one, Dale Vince, has probably got a point because one of his points 
is that, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, we've got literally millions of working bits of kit in our houses, i.e. our boilers, what burn stuff. Isn't it a bit wasteful to just throw them all in the bin and make other bits of kit? Like, isn't there a way that we can, instead of throwing the thing out, change what it burns? And I don't think he's right with his solution, but I think that is a valid point. Like, uh. you know, the whole sort of green tech world has always got this problem. We get fixated on, like, the new thing that's going to be able to do things in a renewable way. But chucking 20 million gas boilers in the bin is a challenge <laughs> in terms of it not being bad for the planet, right? <laughs> Only other thing I want to say which is also boring, but hey, in for a penny, in for a pound. I wish this was all done at like a sort of community level or a street level. Oh, oh my God, here we go, playing the uh, doing it all at the community level music. Because I get that sort of strikes me as a bit of a waste. There were a lot of people at this show that were doing community level stuff, actually, or at the very least doing like kind of like entire blocks of building in one go type stuff yeah. and it, because it was a trade show, right? So there are a lot of people there who kind of want to know how to do whole streets and things like that. There is a, there are people doing it and we go back and listen to episode, I think it was 94, was it? About community energy, something like that. Um, we, we've talked about that. Um, Maybe that's Yes, it would be nice, wouldn't it? Maybe. It'd be nice if, if like en masse, all of the residents of Pretty Tree Lane, wherever it is you live, <laughs> all decided, you know what would be jolly splendid? Expensive jolly View splendid? Street is actually the full address. <laughs> yeah. Expensive View Street, yeah, Sinkhole Terrace. <laughs> it would be lovely if you all got together and just en masse spontaneously rose up and all decided you had £10,000 available. But it wouldn't be, that's um, the point. To- it wouldn't be that amount, like... Six. All right. You all decided there was seven thousand pounds. No, that's what. Whatever. I'm you are taking my. Oh, here we go. I'm not here saying we go. that. Entitled middle class argument coming up. Oi. What I'm saying is instead because this will we're all right at the moment because we're going to be pretty much the first person that I know of on this street, to, on this terrace to have a heat pump, and it's not going to make very much noise, but it's going to make a little bit of noise if by some miracle people look at us and say, "I just want to be like old in every possible way." and they all decide to get a heat pump in, then you're going to have like 20 or 30 heat pumps in a very congested terrace making quite a lot of noise. And there's part of me that's like, well, can't we find a way to stick like a <laughs> massive heat pump, like, you know, in the ground or something that does everyone's house? Why Wouldn't that be better? And why don't we get a council to pay for it or something? Why don't you all club up and buy that council estate at the end of your road, knock it down and put the heat pump there? <laughs> One big heat pump. Why don't you just do that? Oh, it's very difficult to have a serious conversation with you, isn't it? I suppose that's not really what the babble is for. Right, that is just about it for another episode of Babble, and it is definitely it for Dave's patience with me. Can I put all of this in the bin now? By bin, in the recycling. By bin, now. do you mean post to me? No, do you want it? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll bring it up to the Babble bring end, to the of, Babble end of life. Do, yeah. do in the dignitas in a few weeks. I'll do that then. Right. I suppose we ought to have a wake, shouldn't we? Right, we're done. Thank you. Thank you as ever to Dickie Moore for the music that begins and intertwinkles this podcast and to Arthur Stovall for the logo, which is on our T-shirts. Christmas is coming up. Buy one yep. from Wobbly Wobbly. People are still buying. People are buying the T-shirts. They are out there buying really? sustainable T-shirts. Yeah, they're out there buying them now. Can't get enough of them. Uh, are we going to do a special edition? Babble was here. Now we're not. We'll work no. on that. We'll work on that. Yeah, Go on right. uh, Wobbly 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 dot sustainable dot fish and there you can buy t-shirts uh if you would like to get in touch with us to say how excited you are about the renewable heat revolution you can drop us an email at hello at sustainababble.fish you can tweet us at the babble wagon or you can search facebook for sustainable now look uh, at the end of last week's 
episode. We didn't put out the customary you can chip into the Ronnie Koss off the babble at wobblywobblywobbly.patreon.com slash sustainababble <laughs> like sake. so many wonderful people do. We didn't do that no, because frankly it seems a bit wrong yeah. on account of how we've only got a few weeks left. But what we did say is if you've always been thinking I would love to give Dave and Ol a bit of money I just haven't got around to it. Well now would be a good time, right? You're not going to do it for very long. We're not going to charge you in perpetuity. But if you just want to give us a farewell present we would obviously love it. The babble has never really paid its way. Um, and so we would love anything that you have if you want to give us a present. I know that's grubby and it mucky. It is grubby. But look, Ol's yeah. got, Ol's got, you know, all these. He's got needs. <laughs> he's got that's needs. True. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. God, actually, uh, please donate to the Ol Heat Pump Fund. Um, <laughs> you can mark your donation as expressly for that, so Dave doesn't get any of it. Um, yes. No, don't do that. Very good. Obviously, don't do that. Okay, but there's still time. There is still time to go to your podcast medium of choice. In fact, again, why not do it now? Leave the babble a glorious, glowing review. Give us a five star review. Every time we see that, it warms our cockles. And right now, I'll, I don't know about you, my cockles need warming. I'm freezing. Yeah, I, I haven't been in the shed today, so my shed is cold. And now I'm in the shed, and I'm cold. Right. See you next week then, Ol, for one of the remaining babbles. Shall you be leaving this call and immediately immersing yourself once again in heatgeek.com? Oh, I should think so. Uh, yes, and energystats.uk. That's my new favourite. This is a man who built a shed for his boiler, and I think he's my spirit animal. Okay, bye. Bye. Do you special think we should, thanks. We, we should do a spe- genuinely. We should do a special thanks for anyone who who's got this far in this episode. Some of all episodes. People listen just for my joke. No, Twitter that's today that's was true. full of a tweet from Jenny Pearson <laughs> saying, "Oi, Dave." Love your jokes, and you know, you know, there have been people who love my jokes. So well, yes, this but is, that's this not is the for same the public. This is not for you. This only is... listen to the babble for your jokes. This is for the people, right? Okay. So just embrace your. First rule of show business: give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. Second rule of show business: shut up and listen. <laughs> hey all, hey all, hi Dave. So uh, this uh, elderly, elderly person was driving along in their car all over the place, weaving all over the road, left, left and right. And a police car pulls up next to her and uh, you can see that the driver is knitting whilst driving. And he shouts at her, pull over! <laughs> and she says, God's sake. no, it's a scarf. Look, Jenny, if you're listening, <laughs> you don't have to be kind now. Like, it's okay to tell the truth. And the truth is, that was dog shit. <laughs> like, he don't ha- like, he doesn't need this anymore. I need it. And in the what? long run, it only hurts him. If we don't, if we don't tell him the truth now.